On behalf of the Autism Life Hacks podcast family, we would like to send our condolences to the families, friends, and fans of the Bryants, as well as the additional passengers who lost their lives on Sunday, January 26th. May God bless and keep you and comfort you during this time. You have our prayers and condolences. We love you. Welcome to Autism Life Hacks Podcast, where we talk about life on the spectrum, from the spectrum, and the life hacks we use to make it work. We are your hosts, Shawnee Eskridge and Terrence Eskridge. We thank you for tuning in. We want to give a special thank you to our sponsors, our official life hackers from Patreon. You guys help us to produce episodes every two weeks. You share our content across the social media platforms, and you cheer us on as we strive to help other families living with special needs. We're back from our holiday hiatus. Everyone is back in school. We have solidified that our bedtime routine is a maximum of 30 minutes after bedtime. So that means we have time to record this podcast. We are going to positively contribute to the consistency in 2020. And that's one thing we want to talk about in today's episode. Yeah. Um, so this week, even though it's really late in January, we still wanted to give our 2019 wrap up. And I thought it would be good for us to talk about what some of our wins are or were for 2019 and to discuss what our focuses will be in 2020. Um, I know that the word we've been getting um, for the year has been focused. And I know for me specifically, the words for this year have been focused and stronger. And it really, really touched me because I feel like we all have vision, but when your vision is focused, when you have clarity on it, then you are operating in your sight's greatest strength. And so I've just been learning a lot about focus and strengths this year. I've been learning how to operate in God's strength during my weakness and really seeing that his grace is sufficient during that time. Um, at the recording of this podcast, um, I lost an uncle who's very close and near and dear to me. And we're like a week out from having laid his body to rest. And that kind of took me through some things already. And we're not even completely through January yet. And so um, just seeing God carry me through all of that kind of inspired me to look at my wins and really, really try to see what my focus for 2020 would be. So I have three wins from 2019 that I'd like to discuss and the first was that I definitely had a mindset shift and um, I think some of the mindset shifts probably threw you for a loop um, in 2019 because you let me know you know during the time that like they were happening so fast yeah and that was the thing that you were having to get used to but those mindset shifts really produced actions which produced results last year and those results included some weight loss i started making some stock investments 
uh, those turned out to be uh, the main part of building my own 401k as an entrepreneur and um, it's an important part of my financial goals as an entrepreneur and I learned two things about mindset shifts the big win is in the consistent small steps and um, a decision to stop is also a mindset shift and so I determined that the outcome I want I determine the outcome that I want of a situation by the mindset that I choose to live in and so um, mindset shifts are not easy when you're first starting and they're definitely not easy over a prolonged period of time but once I kind of got the understanding that my whole life is a mindset shift whether I think I'm choosing it or not um, it empowered me to be more in control about how I think be more aware is better is a better way to say it um, my second win for 2019 was going back to school um, my approach to school and also the was also a product of my mindset shifts and the result was an A minus in my first class mm-hmm. yes and another result um, or byproduct was that it laid the groundwork for me to be able to master my schedule so coming into 2019 um, I would say I was winging it but I do feel like I was way more lackadaisical than was necessary <laughs> for for me to get anything done and I think another reason why it was hard to master my schedule was because I just had too many things on my plate and I really needed to narrow down and um, it really that I think that's why I was really really able to receive the foundational text for this month this year being Philippians 3 and 13 to focus on this one thing which I for most of my life found to be very very hard focusing on just one thing and so but mastering that with school and like to the point of an A minus last school year really really let me know that yes I can do this and I can focus on one thing and that I'm more effective when I focus on just one thing at a time so my third win for 2019 has to be this podcast we started a podcast um at the time of this recording we only have a few of the podcasts in the can but we started <laughs> which is the most important part we started and some of the byproducts have been that uh, this podcast has given us an avenue to spend quality time discussing the topics that we care about um i've seen this podcast like completely change our mood you know from coming in and then like the production meetings that we have to have and then the actual recording of the podcast like the podcast is good for us you know we set out to do this podcast to help other families but to see that it's primarily helping us first um i feel like is one of the hugest blessings of this podcast and we see that our girls are starting to think about their own individual platforms based on their own interests and and this platform allows us to give something back like i said to our community we wanted to 
give back something positive to our community. And I think that this podcast really allows for all three of those things to happen. I see it serving us, it serves our kids, and it serves our community at large. So I'm really grateful for those wins in 2019. And um, I'm interested to hear what your wins have been for 2019, Terry. Okay, well, for me, my wins were, uh, well, the biggest win for me was to completely and utterly surprise you with a vow renewal wedding. That was the biggest win. Um, then there was getting going back and getting classes for my certifications for networking and stuff like that for engineering and networking um having the best birthday party ever <laughs> the best surprise birthday party ever let me make sure that was thrown in there because it was a big surprise even when it wasn't a surprise it was a surprise because i asked for a birthday party and then was not expecting a birthday party and then was still surprised by a birthday party <laughs> you got me completely by surprise well, I'm glad that that's on record that I got you because, <laughs> yeah, you you were kind of a pest last year about your birthday. So I'm just glad that it, you know, that it went off without a hitch. And I feel like um, it's going to launch or it has launched your mindset to take yourself seriously as a professional gamer. And... The last win I had was to stop worrying about having control of everything, especially our finances. So that's still something that I'm working on. It's still a work in progress. Oh, Lord, I was wondering. I was wondering if we was gonna be real about that in this podcast. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> still a work in progress, but it's something that um that I'm working on. It's a lot better than what it used to be. I think that our wins in 2019 have definitely, at least in my case, have definitely contributed to or laid the foundation for what I want to focus on in 2020. Um, I came up with, well, not I, but, you know, I pray and I meditate and I do my best to have um, a very intentional relationship with God. And so in my prayers and in my meditations, I was just asking God, you know, what should my focuses be in 2020 this year? Like, am I only supposed to focus on school? Do I need to rev up in the work uh, area? Do I need to uh, focus more on the kids? Uh, do I need to focus more on marriage? What, what do I need to be doing in 2020? And I got to say, I love that God is one everywhere because I wrote these things down, these things I'm about to say. I wrote them down in private, right? I didn't even tell you what they were. And then we went to church like the first Sunday in January and Timo gave the word and like all of the bullet points were the exact same as my private thoughts. And I was like, thank you, God, <laughs> for 
for all this confirmation mm-hmm. and it just really um it really solidified for me that no matter what I put my hands to in 2020 that these four things need to be a part of that so the first one um well all these four things um is that no matter what project I put my hands to um I will tackle it the way I tackle it comes down to this formula so number one I have to have a strategy number two I have to be disciplined Number three, I have to be committed rather than simply interested in a thing. Number four, I have to be consistent to the point of completion. And then I just have to repeat all four of those steps. So if I find myself, uh, like, let's just be real. Um, I feel like I didn't really utilize my break time mm-hmm. from school. Mm-hmm. And so coming back into it has been a lot more difficult than I anticipated, especially with the passing of Uncle Robert and with all the things that Jackie is going through, which will definitely be a podcast discussion here later in the coming weeks. But um, just as a woman and as a mother, those things really tackled me hard. Um, in an emotional sense and all of a sudden I was really scared that I wouldn't be able to focus on school the way I wanted to and then uh, we made the decision for me to be able to go back to work from home rather than ride sharing and I know that a lot of energy goes into running the call center from home and to be quite frank that was scaring me too like Am I really biting off more I can chew here? Um, How are we going to do this? And I came back to these bullet points. And the first thing I had to check was, am I committed or am I just interested? And I was able to figure out where I was on that spectrum Mm -hmm. by figuring out my why. Like, why do I want to work? Because, like, let's be real. There are people out here that just don't want to work. And they don't work because they don't want to work. <laughs> you know, they're just floating through life. So it's like, okay, what's my end goal here for working? Why is that? And I thought I had my answer. But my answer came actually a couple of nights ago from a from something I heard Miss Felicia Rashad say. Mm-hmm. She said that those who work value the things that they work for and I was just like okay all right so where where am I placing my value you know and where what am I giving value to am I giving value to things that actually don't have value is my perception you know right and remembering what my end goal is for wanting to go to school my end goal for wanting to go to school is not simply to obtain my master's degree is to be qualified as far as the world is concerned about being able to help people like my master's degree is what will allow me to take insurance taking insurance will then uh, lessen the cost for my patients and my clients and if I can lessen the cost for my patients and my clients 
then that gives them ease of access to care, which is what I really, really want at the end of the day. It's even the reason why we're doing this podcast or my reason for doing the podcast is to make help more readily available to the families who really, really need it. And so once I got that why straight, I went right back to step one, which was, what's my strategy? You know, like, when am I going to study? What environment do I need to be in to study? Um, What distractions do I need to get out of the way in order to be ready to study? Um, Am I going to do all my reading in one day? Uh, Or do I need to space it out? You know, how often do I need to be communicating with my professor and letting her know what's going on with me? Like, that first two weeks of school, it was so critical for me to have that communication with my professor and, like, let her know, like, hey, this is this is messing with me real tough. And I got to say, one of the advantages for going to school for marriage and family therapy is that all of your professors are marriage and family therapists. So... At any given point, you can check in with your professor and they can give you the therapy side of it for yourself as well as the academic side of it. And to be able to feel that support, like shout out to North Central University for that and shout out to my professor, Dr. Bickler, um, for her support just in the first two to three weeks alone. So I'm very, very excited about my little four-point plan that's not little but um I just see it doing great things as far as helping me to be able to focus this year so what do you think your focus is going to be in 23 2020 this year actually my focus this year is more on research my focus is more on planning and research God had It came from getting the sermon Sunday, to be honest, but God has shown me that my problem has been a lack of planning. I'm used to freestyling everything, just like God has always guided me in the Holy Spirit in the moment, but he has told me that's kind of not how I can, that ain't no kind of about it. I can't live my life like that anymore. He has been trying to tell me that for years, to be honest, and I haven't been listening. And I've been being obedient, and so life has not been the best. Like he's been taking care of me, but it hasn't been the blessings that he's wanted to give me. If that makes any sense, it does. So now it's time to research for what he has planned for me, and by doing the research, making the plans, and actually following through on being obedient when he's telling me to do something instead of when I want to do it and how I want to do it. I'm just going to see where that takes me because that's a whole new page and leaf for me. I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure what that looks like for me. I'm, I'm not. It's something I got to do, and I'm not sure what it looks like, and I'm going to do it. So I'm just going to do it and see how that go. I think, um, I, you know I'm a big proponent of planning. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm that girl that has lists, and I got... Yeah. plans A through Z and um, I, I'm i on the opposite end of that spectrum in the sense that I I get in trouble because I over plan you know <laughs> and I, I try to have every minute detail 
mapped out and I can use a little bit more faith in the area of knowing that God is going to handle it and mm-hmm. letting that in and of itself be the plan and let that plan be enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is a, a phrase that I find to be very true, which is if you fail into plan means plan what is it it's planning to fail failure to plan is a plan to fail yeah that's what it is okay <laughs> so so I I, I kind of live by that so I try to at least know you know what my schedule is in general but even in that sense like with me being back in school like I have to be more a little bit I have to fine-tune my schedule too like I know that pretty much in between 9 30 and 1 o'clock that's really my time to study or to do work and really the way it actually boils down in real time it's probably from like 9 30 to about 11 30 then I have to be conscious of the time I take for lunch and conscious of like a transition time from like coming out of studying to getting back into mommy mode you know and I always pray before I go pick up the kids for God to make me the mom that they need in this moment because so many things you know just seem to be so pressing and so I just I pray to be present and um and that's even in my planning period you know so I think I can't wait to see what plan it looks like for you in 2040. So from what you're describing to me, it's like the difference between strategy and tactics. Yeah, for sure. So, for sure. cause I've, I've, I've always been, I'm very good at small unit tactics or just tactics in general, something small, simple and effective. Mm-hmm. Whereas you seem to be very good at overall strategy, something long-term that affects the whole unit, affects a grand scale yeah because tactics the only difference between tactic and strategy is tactic is how it tactic is what you're doing strategy is how you go about using your tactics Mm -hmm. like in what order and i think that families on the spectrum sometimes struggle with that at the gate you know Mm -hmm. um how do we get jackie to talk how do we get her to tell us about her day what questions do we ask when do we ask these questions like all of that together formulates a strategy oh and like we heard just the other day not to ask the question why yeah but we'll get into that a little later in a different episode yeah uh, because that goes into another topic but that's it for our 2019 wrap up and our 2020 focus we hope that it has helped you in some way and that you can pull from something that we've said here in this podcast if you have any questions if you have any feedback or comments please make sure to put it down in the comments section of this podcast if you'd like to become official life hacker please click the link below to follow 
over to our Patreon page and sign up to become official, to become an official life hacker. We want to thank you for joining us for the first episode of 2020 of Autism Life Hacks Podcast. This has been Shawnee and Terrence Eskridge. We love you and God bless you.